With kids about to head back to school, either in person or virtually, laptops are front and center. And while the MacBook Air is a popular option, there's actually a pretty wide world outside of macOS. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is laptop expert and senior reviewer Josh Goldman. Thanks for joining me, Josh. Thanks for having me, Roger. So we're getting close to back to school season, and who knows what that's really going to look like. You know, we've got folks potentially going. My kid's going to go to school. We have a bunch of people doing remote learning. Um, but with that said, parents will generally want a decent laptop for their kids, no matter what their age is at this point. Um, so just to start things off, do you have any general tips for people on the hunt for a new computer? Um, the, the one thing having, you know, ended the, the last school year in quarantine, um, the one thing I did learn from that was if you can afford to get a laptop with a larger screen than the 11.6 inch screen that most of the kids have on their Chromebooks, um, Chromebooks obviously became really popular with schools except they went with models that have 11.6 inch screens, which are very difficult for navigating the world of online learning. Um, a lot of the online learning tools require more screen space so that the kids can actually see what they're doing. And I think if you're going to invest in a laptop for your kid this season, get them something with at least a 13 inch display, um, 14 if possible, or even larger if you can. So, Well, what about touchscreen? Is that something that's necessary or is that more of a luxury? Um, I don't know that it's a luxury some, or necessary. I think it's just something that you can get these days. Um, as far as I'm concerned, touchscreens are the future. Everybody uses their phone all day long. That's a touchscreen, tablets, touchscreens. It makes sense for kids to have a touchscreen because that's how they're used to communicating with computers these days. So um, if you can get one with a touchscreen, great. I don't think it's going to be a detriment, though, if you don't get one with a touchscreen. And since we're talking about MacBooks anyway, uh, or Air replacements, um, MacBook Airs don't have touchscreens anyway. So <laughs> if you're going to go MacBook Air, then you're not getting a touchscreen anyway. But one of the luxuries of going with Windows is you can get them with touchscreens. So. Gotcha. And look, the MacBook Air has been a popular option for a long time for students, particularly college students. Uh, but generally, what are some of the big reasons why you'd want to consider an alternative? As far as an alternative, like uh, if we want to go with a Chromebook, it's because that's what your school district is on. Um, that has, that makes things a lot easier than, you know, going with a separate operating system like Windows or Mac OS. But the bigger thing for, for a lot of people going back to school is whether or not their, their software um, that they need to get through school is going to work with the operating system that they have. Other than that, it's more or less just learning to deal with the different features and the different OSs. So it's not, um, I wouldn't say that like the OS is a big issue, but it's certainly an issue and you want to just make sure what you're using is compatible with the operating system that you're going with. So. Got it. So let's start with Windows, the, you know, the most popular operating system out there. Uh, what are some of the best options for a Windows laptop? Um, so if we're going to stick with the, uh, like as a MacBook Air replacement, and I just say the MacBook Air has over the years been the most popular option for kids in school and, um, or in, you know, college and high school students. Um, but there, 
obviously the the Windows PC makers figured that out pretty quick and made a lot of um, laptops that uh, look and behave and do everything that a MacBook Air. So you've got things like um, if you want to go really premium, you've got things like the Dell XPS 13 or the HP Spectre, um, which have a, a lot of the same design touches. And it's just a super premium, long battery life, good performance, and around $1,000, uh, which is what you're dealing with with a MacBook Air. It's, you know, you're still at around that $1,000 price point for their starting configuration. You can, as usual, get a better deal with um, with Windows than you can with Mac. You'll usually get more features, better processor, those kind of things if you go with Windows. Uh, if you want to go, so, so those two that I mentioned are 13 inch. If you want to go a little bit larger, my personal recommendation for most people is the Lenovo Yoga C740. It's a two-in-one, so it's a little bit more flexible. It's a 14-inch, a little bit larger screen, but still a nice compact package, really good battery life, really good performance, and you can get it for less than $1,000. Yeah, and full disclosure, I, I took Josh's advice and actually purchased one. Uh, and my wife and I are very happy with it, so yeah, well it, done, Josh. Well, thank you. <laughs> it, it is... It, 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 it's one of those laptops that looks and feels like a MacBook Air a bit, and you you just getting you're getting more for your money with it. Um, if you want to though, go even less expensive on Windows. Uh, I like the Acer Swift three, which is running AMD's latest uh, Ryzen processors, and those the the processing performance you're getting out of that is like twice that of a more more expensive laptop. So it's, it's um, or should I say, the processing performance is that of a laptop that's twice as expensive um, because they, the Swift 3 starts at around $600 and it's a three pound laptop, 14 inch display, really, really nice, good battery life. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really cheap with good performance. You know, you talked earlier about Chromebooks and how they're sort of the default for a lot of schools. Um, Clearly, they're, they're popular options for students, regardless of the school requirement. But what are your recommendations in the, the Chromebook space? Um, there, there are just so many to pick from right now. Um, and a lot of them have uh, a lot of the same basic components. So you don't have to worry too much. It's kind of like go with the one that looks the nicest to you or, or, you know, that feels the best. My, one of my favorites, um, is the Asus Chromebook flip, uh, C436. Um, it's just a really nice, again, looks and feels a bit like a MacBook air, uh, really lightweight, really good battery life. And, um, it's a, it's a little bit more expensive. It's a premium, uh, it's a premium Chromebook. So it's up around 800 to a thousand dollars for it. Uh, so if you need something less expensive than that, you can look for its predecessor. Can't remember its number right off the bat. I think it's a C433. I'm not sure on that. But anyway, it has a predecessor and uh, it was also uh, our top pick last year. Um, and again, Acer, HP, Dell, they all have good Lenovo. They all have good options uh, when it comes to Chromebooks. I, I, my main concern, again, is that you go with something larger 
than an 11.6 inch screen if that's the main display that your kid's going to be learning on. Uh, you know, I know the time crunch is here. I mean, we're, we're just really a couple of weeks until school, the fall season begins. Uh, I'm curious if there's a, there's a best time for getting the, you know, the best possible deal. Uh, are there back to school deals going on or like, do you actually have to wait till after that? Like what, when's, when's the best time to be opportunistic about buying a new laptop? Usually there are back to school deals going on. I think because of the shortages from earlier in the year, they're not cutting the prices as much as they used to. And also those sales pretty much happened back in July. <laughs> so like we're, you'll still see sales on laptops. You'll always see sales on laptops. Um, but I think the best deals right now, you're probably going to find by going through the manufacturer. So if you're looking for a deal on uh, on something from Dell or HP, you're, you're going to want to go probably straight to Dell or HP or Lenovo for those um, for those better deals. Um, and then the rest of the, I would say that the PC makers are trying to do their best to keep prices as low as possible. Um, I would look out for if you're shopping on sites like Walmart or Amazon. Just make sure you're not being price gouged. I think because there's still a bit of a shortage, some of the prices are can be like fifty to a couple hundred dollars more than they should be for these for these laptops. So just be sure, do your homework, make sure the price you're paying isn't is what you want to pay or should be paying for the laptop that you're getting. You know, that that's a great point and, and a really good tip. Uh, I know when we talked last is closer to the beginning of this lockdown, you know, four or five months ago, that's when people were settling into the idea of working from home, building up their whole setup. A lot of folks were buying laptops to to augment their, their work from home situations. Has that kind of trailed off? Like now that we're five months into it, are people still buying laptops for that purpose or, or are we past that rush? Um, I think we're past the rush, but I, I think as always, people are using, I, after finding out the limitations of what they have, they're now like, okay, I've done as much as I can with the stuff that I have. I'm going to have to upgrade. So I think there's going to be people still looking to upgrade through, especially through through the holiday season as they see prices come down a little bit or there's better deals. People will will still be looking for a better laptop. And you know, uh, as companies, as as people like AMD and Intel announce new products, new you know new processors, prices will drop on older stock, and you'll be like, oh. I could really use a 15.6 inch laptop now, um, now that I know that I'm going to be working at home for at least the next six months or something. So I, I would expect continued purchases, even though we're past that initial rush. Gotcha. Well, that, that does it. Thanks again, Josh, for sharing some of your laptop wisdom. If you have any questions or need some laptop advice, hit us up at The Daily Charge on Twitter. You can check out Josh's breakdown of the best MacBook Air alternatives on CNET.com. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.